स्मार्ट यू आर लिसनिंग टू अमिंट प्रोडक्शन प्रॉट यू बाय एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट आई एम प्रसिद्ध बैनर्जी एंड आई राइट अबाउट टेक एट मिंट एंड पॉडकास्ट वेर वी टैकल सम हॉट टॉपिक्स इन टेक्नोलॉजी एंड ऑल्सो बस्ट सम मिथ्स About a month ago we did an episode talking about how your next laptop might last for days each time you charge it. Well that reality has sort of begun. I've been using Apple's new MacBook Pro running on the M1 chip for just about 2 weeks now. I'm actually recording this podcast on that laptop and the battery is currently at 56%. Remember that. Now before I tell you more a quick recap on this whole M1 thing and you can tune in to the November 12th episode for the whole lowdown So at its core the M1 is a mobile processor which means that it's theoretically not as powerful as a PC chip like the ones that Intel and AMD make However companies like Apple and Microsoft have been betting that in 2020 mobile processors are more than fast enough to run a proper PC like a laptop something like the MacBook Pro which is meant for creators and needs a lot of power but up until we saw this new MacBook none of us reviewers were really convinced of this reality and it was all kind of up in the air but with the MacBook Pro Apple has sort of knocked it out of the park it's fast it's extremely fast in fact we have seldom seen a laptop where web pages load so fast and apps work so fast as well But having said that nobody really expected Apple to make a slow device. What's important is why things work fast here. Imagine being put in a place where everybody around you speaks a language that you don't. Let's say Spanish. With a transition like this, computers face the same issue. The people in this case would be all the software and you are the hardware which is the M1 chip and they just do not speak the same language. Now in that case you would hire a translator and the translator would translate your English or Hindi into Spanish in the computer's case that's called an emulator Apple gives it a fancy name called Rosetta 2 Now this emulator's job is to bridge the gap between the hardware and software it's supposed to make sure that even apps and software that is not meant for this new chip will function smoothly In Microsoft's case when we used the Surface Pro X it didn't really work as fast and all of this happens because there are compatibility issues it's not necessarily something that's being processed slowly but there's more processing that's happening and because of that things seem less fast so to speak in Apple's case though it seems everything just works fast Now most of my work of course has to do with writing. So pretty much every app I used from Chrome to Docs to Word to Pages to any other writing app you can think of, Grammarly, all of them work really really well on this Mac. And that is really surprising because we all expected some compatibility issues. Heck, Apple has even bridged the gap for some video editing tools from Adobe, etc. and that is saying something because one of the things that most of us expect will be a problem for these computers is the specialized creator apps adobe premiere pro being one but it does run very well we even tried rendering 4k videos on this and it does work fast 
Of course, when you're rendering video, other things slow down. But that again is expected and kind of okay. Now, having said that, there are things that still don't work. For example, the publishing software we use, which is Adobe InDesign, that does not have a version for this Mac. Similarly, think of a accounting software like Tally. Such specialized tools will take time to come to computers like this. But if most of your work involves browsing, involves, say, writing or watching videos, things like that, this is actually more than enough. And even if you do a lot of creator stuff, this actually can work. And that's really saying something. And the most important part in all of this is it does all of this while keeping really high battery levels. Now, traditional ultrabooks last about 10 hours. That's the industry standard for ultrabooks. For these laptops, the industry standard is anywhere between 15 to 20 hours. In fact, remember when I told you that my laptop was at 56%? I've been recording this so far and I've only dropped to 55%. You won't find many laptops that can do this. It's not only that, I've been using this laptop for about two weeks now and I charge it once about every two days. And I do have almost 10 hours of usage every day. Now, of course, that does not mean it lasts a full 48 hours, but it does last me two work days. And that's saying something because that pretty much means that you can finally leave the charger at home. So when you buy a thin and light laptop, you actually will be able to carry a thin and light laptop with you. And that's great. That's frankly really great. But you know what? There are still things that I wish Apple had done. And these things are a big reason why I would say you could still wait before you buy one of these laptops. For instance, the new MacBook Pro or the new MacBook Air, they do not have LTE connectivity. And that's one of the things that these chips are supposed to bring. An always connected laptop. They don't have SIM slot they won't work with 5G, so you still need a Wi-Fi. I get that Apple did not want to make big changes this year, but these will eventually happen. So maybe if you buy this today, you might regret it when these features come. Moreover, because the M1 chip is a mobile chip, all of the iPad apps and the iOS apps are now available. You can download a lot of them, but most of them will not work because they're not optimized for Macs and the whole keyboard and touchpad interface. So you can download a lot of games, but you won't be able to play them. You can download a lot of those iOS apps, but you may not be able to use them properly. In fact, some of the apps like, let's say, Netflix aren't even available here because they haven't bothered to make one for this Mac. And that brings us to the fact that a touchscreen is something Apple really needs to consider now. If you're gonna put an M1 chip, if you're gonna put a mobile chip on a laptop, then you need to be touchscreen friendly so that all of those iPad and iOS apps can also work on this. And let's face it, Apple might be stubborn right now, but Microsoft already has the Surface Pro, which is pretty much a tablet when it needs to be. So Apple will eventually make something which will have a detachable display, which will have touchscreens, and maybe we ought to wait till then to take the most advantage of this future. But what Apple has done this year is it has proved that this can work and that we have something really good to look forward to. If you really need to buy a laptop right now, 
and the use cases suit you then definitely go ahead and buy this it is still expensive but if you can afford it go ahead and buy this but if you're okay waiting then i think we should wait till the future is really really realized so that's it for today tell me what you want me to cover you can find me on twitter and instagram at undertaker Yes, you heard that right. It's U N D E R T E C H E R. Or you can write to me at podcast@thesuntimes.com. Talk to you next time. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.